This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Admittedly, I cannot put myself in the position of the people of Maui. I, I, I can't imagine the, the horror. The, 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 I can try. I can try. They, they lost everything. Everything. They lost loved ones. They lost children. They lost family members. They lost pets. They lost everything in their home. They lost their life is turned upside down. They are ruined. They know where to start. They don't know what to do next. And in comes the 46th president of the United States, in an attempt to uh, to console them, to make them feel better, to be empathetic, to be compassionate. And he tells them that he once had a fire at his house and he almost lost his cat. He almost lost his Corvette. All right. I knew this would be a disaster. I knew this soulless vessel, this this ghoul, this pathetic bag of bones, this 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 uh, narcissist. I knew this wouldn't go well. I knew there was a reason they were trying not to visit Maui, just like he has not visited East Palestine, just like he did not visit Waukesha. The biggest lie we've ever been told in American politics is that Joe Biden has empathy, that Joe Biden has decency and compassion, that he has a soul. It is a flat-out lie. The, the man is, he has he has many flaws, many flaws, and this would be the most glaring. He doesn't give a shit about anybody but himself and his crackhead son. But what we witnessed last night, even, even me, even I was shocked. Even I was disgusted. I knew it wouldn't go well. I knew he would make one gaffe after another. I knew he would show no heart, no compassion. I never imagined it would be this bad. I never imagined it would be this infuriating. I cannot grasp the the the, the anger, the fury of the locals, the people in Maui, the people who've lost everything, the people whose children have not yet been declared dead. They know they're dead. We'll get to the latest, the latest numbers. They are lying. They were lying to us for the last few days in anticipation of Biden's visit. They do not want to tell us the actual death toll. I just read the latest from the uh, Honolulu paper, the, uh, what is it called? The Star Advertiser. The death toll is 115. That's bad. That's brutal. That's awful. Death toll is one. They named a couple of couple of old folks new, who have been identified who are dead. They, may, they named some names. They say 700 people at least are still missing. Those people are dead. They're dead. They know they're dead. They know this is going to get much, much worse. They know it is the most, the, the worst wildfire in American history. They know it. They just didn't want to say it while Joe Biden was shuffling around aimlessly making jokes and talking about his cat. That, that was an attempt to protect him. Maybe today we'll get the actual death toll. We got the, we got the media doing their jobs on the local level something the national media will never do, grilling the mayor. We're going to get to that. It's amazing. It is real journalism. It is somebody calling out this scumbag mayor because he won't tell them how many kids are dead. He knows. They all know. They're just waiting. They're just waiting for the opportune time 
when it won't embarrass Joe Biden, when it won't embarrass the, the, the Maisie Hirono and the other guy and, and, the, and the mayor and the local officials. It's their fault. And it's their fault the death toll's that high. We know that. We know that this was mismanaged. We know that they didn't clear the brush, sound the sirens, send out text. We know they withheld water because of equity. We know that. It is, a, it is an incredible scandal. Obviously, you want to respect the families, the grieving families, the dead. The, the, you want to be, be uh, tactful here. You want to have compassion and empathy, which Joe Biden doesn't have. But one of these days, real soon, probably by the end of this week, we're going to get the real number. And it's Thursday. Thursday. Oh, that, <laughs> Thursday. There you well, go. I don't know. Thursday's reserved for uh, Donald Trump. Reporting that, to the that's court. why you that's why you release it that day. So you bury it. That's a you know, you're right. Or maybe Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe the Joe Biden will do something really stupid in uh, Lake Tahoe because he's back on vacation. Oh, he's good. Five hours. We got the whole we got the whole report. And again. We knew it would be bad. We knew he, he's at his worst in these situations. We knew he, he would look out at these dev- devastated families and he would just make it all about him. We knew this would happen. We didn't know it would be this bad. This is the low point. Obviously, it's been two and a half years of one disaster after another, from Afghanistan to the border to East Palestine to the war. We knew to the economy, to crime in the streets. We know these last two and a half years have been at just one debacle after another. This is it right here. If you want to know what the low point of the Biden presidency has been, it was yesterday in Maui after he got off Air Force, after he got off Marine One uh, and uh, his, his motorcade of 27 cars showed up to talk about climate change. You know, it's always good to talk about climate change when you get off a big jet, get on a helicopter, and then you're motorcade all your support staff shows up with 27 suvs to talk about climate change but i have to say i have really low expectations i have no respect for this man i didn't think it'd be this bad i was watching this thing unfold and i was saying this can't go on he can't make it another year and a half he can't he can't run for a re-election he can't he's he's first of all He's been a terrible president. He's a terrible person. He's a terrible father. He's just a, a just a rotten human being. But he's also in the throes of dementia. He's also a lost, a lost soul. And we saw it yesterday, wandering around these this this hallowed ground, which it is. We're talking, we're talking maybe eight hundred dead, many of them children. Once again, these were kids sent home from school. Their parents, many of them weren't weren't there. Many of them at work. The kids went home, watched cartoons, whatever kids do, got on their computers, got on their, their Game Boys, and weren't even told that their town was on fire. They weren't notified. There was no siren. There was no text message. They were burned alive. The thought of the, 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 just the, just the picture in our minds, looking back two weeks, I can't imagine a more horrific tragedy on American soil. Maybe... You, maybe we would have to go back to 9-11. Uh, Janu- been- January 6th. January 6th, some people. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I yes. always forget January 6th. That's oh, right, wow. because uh, because one Trump supporter was shot in the throat by a, a rogue yes. cop. So I guess, and they, they broke some windows. So I guess you're right. Yep. January 6th, 9-11, and then Maui. 
This, I'll say this again. This is the easiest part of being president. It's a really tough job. We know that. It's a draining job, an exhausting job. He's He can't do it. He's not fit for office. But this should be easy. His staff, and I have no, I, no respect for them, I have no sympathy for them, must have prepped him. And on the plant, on Air Force One, on Marine One, they must have prepped him and said, Joe, make it about them. Talk to them. Show some, show some respect for them. It doesn't have anything to do with you, your wife, your kids, your cat, your Corvette. Don't make it about you. But he can't help himself. Just like when it comes to sniffing kids. Everyone's must have told him, stop touching kids. Stop sniffing kids. He can't <laughs> help himself. That's what happened yesterday. He can't help himself. He looks out at people who, who knows have lived through hell. Who, who have, have seen everything in their lives, including their loved ones, burned alive and immediately goes to, oh, I once had a kitchen fire at my house. It almost it almost burned my Corvette. And he actually says that. And if we had an honest media, this would be the day. August, whatever it was, 21st, 2023 would be the day the, the Biden presidency ended uh, to use a really poor a, re- a really bad analogy the day the Biden administration went up in flames. It's it's over. It's over. That guy cannot run this country. That guy certainly cannot run for re-election. There's something, there's a disconnect. He had to have been prepped. They had to have told him, you can't make this about you. Don't mention the, the damn kitchen fire. But he can't help it. It's amazing. He's just, it's like a child. He cannot help himself. He cannot grasp the situation. He cannot handle the easiest part of the job. Go there, Joe. Tell them you'll do anything that need done to express your sympathy, your grief. Tell them you can't imagine what they're going through. Don't talk about you. He can't help it. On top on being a top of on top of being a really horrible human being and a guy in the throes of dementia, he just is incapable of of empathy, incapable of compassion. Again, there's never been a bigger lie than this guy has empathy and decency, compassion. Our commander in chief, the leader of the free world, is a hollow, shallow, soulless vessel, just a horrible man, horrible man. We know what a bad father, what a bad grandfather he is. He just doesn't give a damn. This is the worst wildfire in American history. One of the worst tragedies in American history. This would be like, to put it in perspective, if George W. Bush went to New York, got on that pile of rubble with the firemen, with the megaphone, and said, oh, let me tell you about the time uh, back in uh, uh, Texas when my uh, lawnmower blew up. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, I was cutting brush and my uh, weed whacker broke. That's what it's like. That's no, that's no exaggeration. Comparing what happened two weeks ago in Maui, where, again, 800 people, perhaps, were incinerated. Comparing that to a kitchen fire that was put out in 20 minutes that didn't kill your cat, that didn't burn your Corvette, is insane. It's not just insensitive. It's insane. This man belongs in a nursing home. He belongs in an assisted living facility. He belo- People should be right now bringing him his morning cream of wheat right now and putting on uh, putting on a wheel of fortune on or whatever he likes to watch. He well, can't run be. the world. He can't run the country. He just showed us he's incapable of caring about his own citizens, his own taxpayers. I went, 
a week ago when he was on the beach sunning his carcass, he said <laughs> no comment. No comment when asked about this tragedy. No comment. And then he said, we're going to give everybody $700. And as one of the people, the residents said, that's the cost of living is really high in Maui. She said, that's one trip to the grocery store. The same day, he sent another $200 million to Ukraine. The Ukrainians have gotten $2,600 for every man, woman, and child in that country, which no American could find on a map. Maui, U.S. citizens, U.S. taxpayers get $700. It's just beyond tone deaf. It's just, it's just cold-hearted, callous, cruel. He's a cold, cruel man. Let's get to some of this. You know what I want to start with? Let's start with his reaction to the memorial service. It was a, it was a ceremony to honor the dead. Let's talk about the, the, the people they've lost. And people, I assume, were crying. They were talking about their loved ones. This is a short clip if you haven't seen it. But this is Joe Biden, you know, the empathy, empathy guy. According to, uh, according to Mike Barnacle, Joe Biden doesn't get enough credit for being a decent human being. According to uh, Claire McCaskill, all he's guilty of is loving his family too much. Let's look at Joe Biden last night before he got back on the plane. By the way, five hours. That's how long he spent in Maui. The worst wildfire in U.S. history. Death toll probably exceeding 800. He, he spent five hours there. Five hours back on the plane, back on vacation, back to Lake Tahoe where, Tahoe, where he's squatting in this billionaire's house where he's sponging, sleeping, leeching off some crazy billionaire global warming nut, Tom Steyer. Do we have the video of him last night at this uh, at this ceremony? Little snooze snooze, yeah. Let, yes, <laughs> this is this is Mr. Empathy as they're talking about he their kids who are buried alive on Ohana, whether by blood or by friendship. It's a quick clip, but sleeping. There is Sleepy Joe taking a nap. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you want to say it's old age, fine. Eighty year old sometimes not off. I know it happens. That 80-year-old is our president. That's the most powerful man in the world. This empty bag of bones, this pathetic, weak, frail, soulless, no, just this This is beyond infuriating. I don't know if I can keep it together, Montante, today. I don't know if I can make it through uh, this no, entire show without losing it. Because I know we got a couple of clips coming up from him yesterday in Maui. When he, uh, you know what, he, he was pissed because he had plans. He was going to lay his ass on the beach. He was going to get ice oh, cream. Yeah. Uh, he was going to do what Joe Biden does, lay around and not give a damn about anybody but himself. And somebody forced him to get on uh, Air Force One and go all the way to Maui. Hell, he spent, it takes probably five hours to get there. And that's all the time he spent on the ground. And, and very little time, by the way, speaking to locals, speaking to grieving families, very little time, very controlled, no questions, no you know, press conference, no scrum of media around him. No, couldn't be bothered. He he went, I mean, he has big, big plans today. They're probably going to play mini golf today. Maybe, you, you know, go, go shopping in Lake Tahoe and definitely maybe, maybe go to lunch and then get ice cream. Can we get ice cream, Jill? Get ice cream. <laughs> oh, just, I'm telling you, I've never been more disgusted. I'm, I'm serious. I said this, in a tweet, I was tweeting in a fury. I was so mad. 
watching this, but I, I remember back to Jimmy Carter, you know, the malaise. I remember all the gaffes of our presidents over the last 40, 50 years. I remember George W. Bush with the mission accomplished. I remember the blue dress. I remember Barack Obama going to Dallas at a ceremony for five cops who were murdered and blaming the cops. I remember some real low points in the uh, office of the president. This is the worst. There's nothing close to it. This is the worst moment in modern presidential history. The worst. And I know he's a criminal. I know he took bribes. I know he sold access. I know he enriched his whole family. I know he used pseudonym uh, aliases and shell companies. I know he is co as corrupt as they come. This is supposed to be the thing he could do. This is supposed to be, again, the easy part. Just go there. Yeah. Hug some women. Hug no, actually. Well, yeah, them. really. <laughs> don't encourage. No, them. no, right. No, don't be sniffing. Maybe they prepped them. So don't sniff any kids. They forgot to tell them. Don't talk about your cat. You, yeah. you just, <laughs> you rotten, rotten, awful human being. Let's get to it. He, uh, twenty-three seconds. Get the cut about his uh, wife uh, and daughter. As we know, they I, were I killed got, years ago. I got it right here. You in, want it? In a car accident that he's lied about for 50 years. He accused the other driver, even yesterday. He said they got broadsided by a truck Tractor driver. Trailer. It wasn't yeah. the truck driver's fault. They, they, he said the truck driver was drunk. It's a lie. He lied about that. He used that. He got sworn into the Senate, by the way, in his son's hospital room. He's exploited every tragedy in his life from that day to this day. It's always, don't, always, don't let it, always. Don't let a tragedy go to waste. That's politics never, 101. Not, I mean, it, it, never, ever let a tragedy go to waste. This is him. And uh, I don't know how long this cut is, but I, I timed it 23 seconds after he started speaking to the grieving people, the devastated people of Maui. He made it about him and things he's gone through. Go ahead. Let's watch. All right. America's deadly wildfire, deadliest wildfire in over a century. And Jill and I have what's left uh, walk front street was left of it. We've surveyed the damage from the air as well. The devastation is overwhelming. To date, 114 dead, hundreds of people unaccounted for. I remember when I got the call, my first wife and daughter, I was a young senator, and I got a call in Washington. I hadn't been sworn in yet. I wasn't old enough. And I was hiring staff in the Capitol at Teddy Kennedy's office. And I got a phone call saying from my fire department, a young first responder, kind of panicking, you got to come home. There's been an accident, so what happened? He said, your wife, she, she, she's dead. Come home. Come home. The tractor trailer had broadsided her and, uh, uh, and killed her in a car accident along with my little daughter. And uh, I remember all. Yep. Oh, God. 23 seconds. That's how long it took him to make it about him. I'm assuming some of the people there listening no, their children were burned alive, were incinerated last week because of the incompetence at the local level in Maui. And they had to listen to him talk about a tragedy that, that he lived through 50 years ago. This is from the uh, Star Advertiser of Honolulu. The official confirmed death toll, uh, which was raised earlier last night, stands at 115 with the latest unofficial estimate of the missing at over 700 yeah. 700 more dead what do they think we're going to find them like sitting in the basement you know waiting to be rescued you hear that you actually read the death toll 
give the death toll to the audience and you think it's a good time to make it about you. If you thought that was despicable, you haven't heard anything yet. If you haven't seen this yet, if you haven't heard this yet, I don't know if you should be listening to this if you're if you're driving or if you're sitting in your cubicle in, in work because you, you're going to blow a blood vessel. I know I did. I, I just the, the level, the level of cruel cruelty and callousness from this man is beyond words. I can't even describe it. But that's that's bad enough. Using your daughter and your wife's death again to make it about you to steal the grief from these people. That's despicable. That's low. That's nothing. He goes from there to talk about the house fire he had in uh, uh, 2000. And oh, I got the story here. I got the details here, by the way. We'll get to those. The details of the uh, of the fire that he likes to use every chance he gets. He's done this many times. And again, it's been debunked many times. It's or the record has been uh cleared up many times he doesn't care he just continues to lie about it it's incredible but this i don't know why talking about a fire after the worst wildfire in u.s history a little kitchen fire you know a little whatever frying yeah. pan catching on fire you call the fire department they contain it to the kitchen they put it out there are no injuries there's no death it's over in 20 minutes it didn't burn your corvette it didn't kill your cat it didn't hurt your wife Nothing like that happened. He's talking to people who lost their children to a fire two weeks ago. He's talking to people who know their kids died in a fire, but they haven't been able to identify the bodies because they're ash. Their kids have been turned to ash, and they have to listen to this a-hole talk about a, a fire in his kitchen that was put out in 20 minutes. Just remarkable. The, the just the, the, the cruelty, the, the the lack of compassion from this guy. Let's listen. I don't want to compare difficulties, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, will. what it's like to lose a home. Years ago, now 15 years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press. And it was a sunny Sunday. And lightning struck at home on a little lake that's outside of our home, not a lake, a big pond, and hit a wire and came up underneath our home into the heating ducts, the air conditioning duct. To make a long story short, I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, <laughs> and my cat. But all kidding aside, I watched the firefighters, the way they responded. No, there's no expression. I grew up right across the street from a fire hall in Claymont, Delaware. And the expression... That's, yeah, so... That, I mean, the, the whole clip that, from start to finish is embarrassing. That, that is unbelievable. That is... Uh, that, right there. That, what, what is the 25th Amendment? This man is not fit to be in the White House. If you think that is the time or place to, again, lie about what you went through uh, in 2000 and let me get the date, August 2nd, 2004, what you went through 19 years ago when there was a fire in your kitchen and they put it out and nothing got hurt. No, your fire, house didn't burn down, which he said many times. I, I don't know how you get him to stop lying. They must try. They must tell him we've, we've already gone over this, Joe. 
The story's out there. It's been confirmed, or I should say debunked. That didn't happen. You didn't almost lose your Corvette. You didn't almost lose your cat. You are lying in order to, I don't know, ingratiate yourself with these poor grieving families. Here's the story from the Associated Press. Lightning struck the home of Senator Joe Biden, starting a small fire that was contained to the kitchen. No one was injured in Sunday's fire, which started and made a storm that caused serious flooding in Pennsylvania and knocked out power to hundreds of Delaware homes. Biden is Delaware's senior senator and top Democrat on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. Um, uh, Firefighters arrived to find heavy smoke coming from the house, but we're able to keep the flames from spreading from the kitchen. Luckily, we got there pretty early, said uh, Cranston Heights Fire Chief George Lamborn. The fire was under control in 20 minutes. That's what he's talking about. That's what he's telling these poor people whose children were burned alive two weeks ago. That is just... Mind. Look at this image I have up here during this speech. If you look at it, it's him with the oh, stupid right. little Lao on or whatever it is. And then this guy over his shoulder trying to stay composed, looking at him like he just wants to you know, kick him off the stage. He, on top of being he's completely devoid of any sympathy or empathy or humanity, he sounds so weak. You're supposed to be. He's feeble. You're supposed to be heartbroken for these people. You're standing in front of people who lost their kids who lost their kids to the fire and to local incompetence from bureaucrats. And you're taking a nap. Here he is again, taking a nap in the middle of the ceremony and talking about his Corvette, his car. As he left, as he left, as, as his luxury, his 67 Corvette. And he just, you know, he, he's guess, the absolute worst. I guess we should be uh, encouraged. He didn't say they almost, it almost burned all my classified documents. Yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> Which, this is before that. I mean, yeah. Maybe next time it almost burned my cat, my Corvette and my classified documents. Uh, uh, I mean, just, uh, just I mean, joking, I mean, if, that were, if that were a Republican, if that were George Bush or Donald Trump, it would end their president. George, George oh. Bush was destroyed for Katrina because he flew over it. And he told the guy, uh, whatever yeah. the brownies is, is uh, FEMA guy that he's doing a good job and he got excoriated. Donald Trump played golf after a hurricane and was excoriated. If the media weren't completely corrupt and dishonest and in the tank, this would be the biggest story of the year. This, this ghoul, this soulless ghoul who's uh, somehow carrying out the duties of the presidency and embarrassing the country every damn day. A small detail, the way the media covers this, um, just like they did with COVID, I guarantee if Trump were in office, A, this would be on him, and B, if you turn on any news station, including Fox, there'd be a live death toll of this wildfire. <laughs> That's and true. Good putting, point. They'd be putting each and every body on Trump, but when Biden doesn't, it's like it never happened. That's a good point. The death toll, uh, we know they're hiding the death toll while Biden's there to protect him, and nobody even mentions it in the media. Nobody even mentions says, you know, there's a there's a problem here. You're not missing anymore. After two weeks, they're not missing. They know they're not missing. They know they're dead, but they didn't want to make that announcement while Joe Biden was on the ground. To I mean, he does a good enough job embarrassing himself. They didn't want to embarrass him anymore, so they lied about it. We're going to get to this. Uh, let me get to the, to the mayor of Maui and the actual journal. You want to see journalism? This is turtle boy level journalism. Good journalism. We'll get to that. We got the uh, latest on uh, Trump. 
and uh, his take on on wimping out on the debate. He should be there tomorrow night. He will not be there. The uh, debate, uh, the RNC will not let Donald Trump Jr. or his girlfriend, uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle, they kicked him out or they st- told him, you can't come because your father doesn't want to show up. And uh, there's there's a couple of great montages out there of Trump ripping the hell out of Biden for ducking debates. And now, yeah. And now Trump is ducking a debate. Oh. It's too bad. We officially have eight people who will be on the stage. We can give you a little preview of that. And Trump's tweeting or truth socialing about his arrest. We have a bail, a number of the bail, which in this day and age is just comical. They're demanding a big, big bail from the uh, 45th and probably 47th president at this point. Uh, we have Vivek shirtless playing tennis. I'm not sure if this is a good move or not. I don't know why. Why do guys want to go shirtless? I know they want to look, they think they look good, but who plays tennis shirtless? And uh, we got the, we, we got the latest on uh, American hero, Oliver Anthony, who's just the greatest. We, I love Oliver Anthony. He has debuted on the billboard top 100. We'll tell you where he landed in on that and lots more. But first, During these crazy and uncertain times, we can't talk enough about having reliable tools for self-defense for your family and for yourself. We see the videos all the time, the smashing grabs, muggings, people getting beaten in the street. Well, you got to protect yourself, and that's where Florida-based EAA Corp. comes in. They specialize in providing exceptionally high-quality firearms to the U.S. market at an incredible value since 1990. Choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, revolvers, and shotguns. Whether you're looking for a concealed carry, competition pistol, or home defense shotgun, EAA has it. Their MC-1911 series fits the bill, and they're available in compact carry or full-size configurations. Are you a first-time gun owner? Well, the all-in-one 9mm MC-9 and MC-28 striker fire pistols come fully equipped in a sleek, light, ergonomic package, ideal for everyday carry. Concealed carry has recently been approved in several new states during the last year with no permit required. EAA's lineup also includes shotguns for hunting, sporting, tactical, or personal defense that will exceed your expectations. There's a limited lifetime warranty on every firearm available from EAA. Visit EAACorp.com to learn more. That's EAACorp.com to shop for your personal firearm protection. All right, the Maui, the Maui mayor's name, I believe, is Richard Bisson. Whatever. He's he's this this scraggly looking dude, uh, you know, wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Looks a little looks like he's been in the sun a lot. He is um out of his league. He's in over his head. He is the mayor of Maui. You'd think by now he he resigned in dis, uh, disgrace because Maui was woefully, tragically mismanaged. I don't even think that scumbag, that that Khalil, what a Khalil Manuel, the guy who withheld water, you know, for yeah, equity, he hasn't true. been fired yet. He hasn't been arrested yet. He has to be arrested. Firing is not good enough for that guy. But these, there's got to be heads. Heads have to roll here, and this guy, this mayor, has to be one of them because he is deliberately withholding the death toll, and everybody knows it. And I guess maybe now that Trump, uh, Trump, that Biden's gone, maybe they can reveal the real number. But he goes before the media, little gaggle of media, probably uh, some national, some local. And one guy just wasn't having any of it. He knew the mayor was lying and he called him out and it was great. This is how journalism should be done. This is the way they should be uh, 
treating Corinne Jean-Pierre today. I know Biden will. Biden, you know, Biden hasn't done a press conference in on American soil in like 10 months. <laughs> he doesn't. The, he doesn't the last care. one they did, it was on the, it was on a fake set. Yeah, he doesn't care. He just he hides. Yeah. He's, he's, he worked last time. He's going to continue to hide out. But let's listen to this little gaggle attack the mayor of Maui, who will not admit how many people have actually died. Go ahead. I don't know. I was yes, you do. How many children are missing? You know. I, I knew the answer to that. I would be happy to answer that. You have no estimate as to how so, many children are missing? I guess Nothing? we can end this right now. You guys want Sorry. This is one of the biggest takes, questions that the takes, people of Lahaina have. But you know what takes, I answer. It always takes one or two to ruin it for everybody. Please, this That's is our first our only Oh, well, we can say that about you. You've okay. ruined it for everybody. You're welcome to say it. You're the media. You can say whatever you want. You're a disaster. All right. Okay. Please. Yeah. You've been the worst mayor we could possibly imagine. Respect. Respect what? This is the most dismal response we've ever had. You won't wait for your turn. You, you want to shout over these guys that are legitimate. Why don't you give them the real answers then? So. Give are them you? the real answers. That's not oh, his question. Let him. Let him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can go. Sorry. That little woman next to him, like, uh, belittling him. I remember you. Yeah, unbelievable. Give him, give him the real answer. It's a, it's, it's a reasonable point. They know. You know, kids aren't missing after two weeks. They just don't know how to break the news that it is the worst disaster in uh, fire in U.S. history, that because of their negligence and incompetence, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of children were incinerated. And he says, we just don't, you know, maybe you'll find them. Of course, not going to find them. Of course, they're dead. They know exactly how many kids are dead. They know exactly how many people are dead. They just don't want to say it, and they go before the camera. That's just a flat-out lie. That guy, that reporter, is right. He's lying. He says, we don't know. Yes, you do. You're lying. They're all lying. It's incredible. The cowardice here on display is only matched by the incompetence, and it's too bad we don't have more reporters like that because we would know how preventable this was. This was preventable. We know. We know we've gone over it. They didn't clear the brush. We know they didn't sound the warning. The explanation for the reason they didn't sound the alarm, because the alarm is uh, the sirens are reserved for hurricanes, and he didn't yes. want to confuse people. You know, I'm sorry, but confusing people is better than burning them alive. That's just my take. Maybe you know, maybe that's one way to look at it. Didn't want to confuse them. Didn't send out a text so all the kids at home on their computers or watching TV or playing with their phones didn't get a text saying wildfires coming. Get out now. Didn't do that. And as we know. Famously, they withheld water from the firefighters for five hours because of equity, because the guy in charge of it reveres water, doesn't want to use water, he says. He reveres water. Well, that scumbag, as far as we know, is still employed, has not been taken away in handcuffs and leg irons yet. He should be. Hopefully, he will be. But uh, I don't have a lot of hope. I don't. I mean, this is just a confederacy of dunces of morons, of, of, of ideologues running that city, running that state. And, uh, I mean, these the, 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 this is what you get. This is what you get when you have fools who worship water, who are in a position to make a life-or-death decision. It's just sad. And, it's I mean, I just feel for the kids. My God, the kids. What a way to go. Ugh. Anyway, Jerry, we'll see. Maybe, maybe we'll get told the death. Maybe they'll give the death toll gradually to kind of soften the blow. They know. It's 800. They know. 
seven something, 800, 900. They know it. They're just not going to tell us because, you know, they're not sure we can handle it. God, it's Jerry, you know, it's the worst part. If I went to your old uh, alma mater, right, University of Massachusetts, and if I asked random 10 students on campus, what what was worse? What was the worst day in American history? The day George Floyd died or <laughs> the, or the Maui fire? What? Maybe maybe one out of the 10 would say, uh, you know, the 800 people lost in, uh, in Maui. Maybe. Right. No, no, no question. No question. There would, um, you know, at UMass, it'd be 100% would say the day George Floyd died, 100%. And, and they would <laughs> definitely say January 6th, where the only people who died were Trump yes. supporters. Uh, the only one shot was a, a Trump supporter and an Air Force veteran. They would definitely say that's worse than this. I mean, this is just a fire. And you know what? They would tell you it's global. It's climate change. These fools are still using climate change. The governor said it. Uh, the uh one of the sen- both senators said it was climate change, climate change. I mean, honest to God, Cli- what do you think mattered more climate change or the absolute moron who withheld water for five hours? What, what killed more people that day? It's just a disgrace. If you use climate change in this point where you haven't even recovered all the bodies, you are a despicable scum of a human being. But uh, all right. Let's move on. I think I made it through that segment. I thought I might yes. uh, come unglued. I, 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 I'm telling you, when it was breaking last night and I was watching, I just, I was losing my mind. I just can't believe 81 million people voted for this absolutely wow. horrible man. This absolutely horrendous, horrible human being. 81 people, 81 million allegedly voted for him. By the way, millions, millions telling pollsters they will vote for him again. Despite the utter disaster that we've lived through for the last two and a half years, but all right, well, well, well there's some candidates taking the stage. We'll get to the uh, debate taking the stage tomorrow night. Not sure uh, any of them is going to be president, but uh, we can hope, we can dream. But uh, let's do Trump and the, and the. This is amazing. Donald Trump, as we know, was arrested uh, on whatever it was, uh, 13, 14 felony counts in Atlanta. Yes, he he's going to turn himself in Thursday. His bail has been set at $200,000. Donald Trump has to put up two hundred grand. Not that he can't do it, but, and I assume the other 18 defendants is going to be similar, 800, I mean, 100, 200,000. I didn't think bail was a thing anymore. I thought in big cities, you didn't make, you didn't have to put up any bail. I thought, you know, equity, it, it was, uh, it was not equitable to make people put up bail. And just a few, uh, Greg uh, Greg Kelly last night on Newsmax gave a few uh, examples of people who didn't have to put up bail or put up much less bail. The guy who chopped up the McDonald's in New York with the axe or with the hatchet, remember him, tore it apart? Yes. Zero bail, no bail. A guy who shot up a school in Texas got out on $75,000 bail. The guy who burned the Christmas tree outside of uh, Fox News just set it on fire. Zero bail, no bail. Just watch any crime today. I just uh, tweeted a uh, uh, retweeted Gre- uh, Greg Price, who had a side by side of a guy who I think he murdered a couple people. Um, no bail, no bail. Donald Trump, who is um, not a flight risk. Can we just say, despite what these these crazed radicals who are trying to put him in prison forever, despite them uh, their contention he, he's not i mean 
the idea that Donald Trump's a flight risk is so utterly absurd. Uh, and it's just another lie. I mean, I understand they want to put Trump in prison. They want to stop from uh, you know, running, serving in president. But this is just a lie. When you say he's a flight risk, this is just an absurd lie. He gets the, he has the money, puts it up. It's just trying to embarrass him more. The idea that there's any logic or reason behind making Donald Trump put up 200 grand and they're going to uh, they're going to uh, hand, uh, fingerprint him and take his photo. Oh, yeah. So according to the sheriff, he's getting he's going to get mugshotted. So Thursday night, we're going to have the most. Uh, the most widely disseminated mugshot in U.S. history. It'll be on T-shirts and posters, and yeah. I don't know. It feels to me like Trump. He'll be ready for this. He's going to take a good mugshot. You know, he's not going to. Well, his, his hair will be in place. He'll he'll take a good mugshot. Jerry, can we? Can you and I make a, a you know gentleman's bet between us? I yeah, bet I'm you really- that that the mugshot that the CNN, MSNBC, and definitely the quote unquote influencers on X will use will be a. Ge- uh, audio generated, changed, photoshopped, or the hair will be let in place. It'll make him a little paler, a little fatter. I guarantee you, the right. the mugshot that is being used by the mainstream media will be one that makes him look as terrible as possible. Remember, they did that. They've done it a few times. CNN, yeah, for some yeah. reason, they hated Joe Rogan because Joe Rogan took ivermectin yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and they He's hated. Him. White. And they had a picture of Joe Rogan when Rogan announced he had COVID, and they turned his face like gray. It made him look like a, he was like a monster. <laughs> and I mean, they made him look sick, sickly, like he was dying. Yeah. And it was just photoshopped. So you're right. If they do it to Joe Rogan, they will definitely do it to Donald Trump. Here's That's the, uh, modern day journalism. Yep. Here's the guy I was referring to. This is from Jack Posobiec. He says, uh, this is in Georgia. This is in uh, Fulton County, I believe. Macon County m- murder suspect released. I mean, sorry, Macon. City of Macon, murder suspect, released from jail for the second time on $50,000 bond. He was released. He murdered again. He got $50,000 bond. Same state, I assume, um, same DA, Donald Trump, $200,000 bond. And he has to show up. And he has to show up at the jail. I don't think it's at the courthouse. I think it's at the jail. And just so they're ready, CNN already has a camera trained outside the yeah, the uh, jail waiting for Trump to show up. They had it last night, Monday night. They had a camera in place days. outside the jail. Yeah. They led their six o'clock report with Wolf Blitzer. They led with a just a courthouse. I think it was the courthouse, or maybe it was the jail. Nothing going on. A building, man. a building with a camera on. Yeah. an empty building, just people. I, I think walking by. That was their lead as as uh, Joe Biden is stumbling and bumbling and talking about his cat. In Maui, the lead was Donald Trump's going to show up at this building in three days. Yeah, the Just media are out there so- camp are camping outside the courthouse like it's a uh, you know Duke UNC game. The students are out there camping outside for two days, ready to get tickets. Right? Isn't he just going to walk in? And I mean, he's just going to walk in and walk out. I mean, he's not going to talk to them. He's not going to do anything. He's going to pull up in an SUV or a whole you know uh, caravan. Motorcade. Yeah. He's going to do like like Hunter did a few weeks ago: walk in, walk out. And then they'll wait for the uh, mugshot, and they will just—they will hope that he's, you know, his hair's out of place. That's what they're hoping right now. Jake Tapper and uh, Joe Scarborough says, "Oh God, I hope his hair's out of place, and he—and somehow he uh, looks looks bad, or looks old, or looks sickly." And if he doesn't, you're right; we'll alter the photo. But yeah, <laughs> Trump yeah. is not going to be in Milwaukee tomorrow night, which is too bad, in my opinion. He it's belongs pathetic. there. It's pathetic. 
if you're bragging about what a good debater you are constantly and his supporters, he is a good debater. I don't think he's great on substance as we know, but he's great on he's insults and he's great on uh, drawing attention to the kind of taking over the room. That's what he's really yeah. good at. He'd be in the middle. I believe they set it up. The guys with the highest numbers are in the middle. So he'd probably be right next to Ron DeSantis yeah. and, yeah. you know, the sanctimonious and he would be going at him and we'll see how we would get to see how DeSantis handled it. We'd see how Vivek Vivek is going to attack DeSantis because Vivek is kind of working with Trump on this, but, and we would get to see Trump go at Christie and Christie go yeah. at Trump and Trump go at Pence. He, I mean, he would destroy Pence. We're deprived of all that because Donald Trump thinks his numbers, his, his poll numbers are too high. Oh, shoot. I want to get, get the true social about uh, about the bail, about the uh, Fannie Willis holding him on $200,000 bail because it's funny. Usually I make fun of Trump's true social points, uh, posts. Usually I think they're dumb. But this one was uh, old school Donald Trump. Um, let me see if I is this can the, Is this not it? Oh, he did a couple. Yeah. Fulton County, blah, blah, blah. Hold on. Let me, just, let me pull up the other one. Um, I'll get to it. But, he, had, uh, he had a couple funny ones. Don't, I mean, don't you, doesn't everyone think, you know, Trump should be uh, at this debate? I mean, I know he's got these supporters who are like, screw them. He's got a big enough lead. But what kind of media person what kind of media person doesn't want trump there doesn't want just the sheer entertainment value i mean why wouldn't you we got it up why wouldn't you want okay why don't you read it for me oh boy all right so set the real donald trump on truth (laughs) (laughs) says the failed district attorney of fulton county atlanta fanny willis insisted on a two hundred thousand dollar bond for me i assume therefore that she thought I was a flight risk. I'd fly far away, maybe to Russia, 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 share a gold dome suit with Vladimir, never to be seen or heard from again. Would I be able to take my very understated airplane with a gold Trump affixed for all to see? Probably not. I'd be much better off flying commercial. I'm sure nobody would recognize me, exclamation point. That's funny. It is so, <laughs> so a flight risk. This is this is the level of deceit and dishonesty you get from these people. This is the same thing Jack Smith said when he tried to get the warrant to look at Trump's DMs on Twitter without notifying Trump. He somehow said he was a flight risk. So if they notify him, he might leave the country. Exactly how would Trump leave the country, get on his plane with the Trump thing and go where? They're just liars. This just liars. He's right. He's a flight risk. Flight risk. The guy's the lead right now. He's the favorite to be the next president, but he's going to fly away and go to, I don't know, where Where would he go to? Some Russia. Some di- go to Hungary, some dictatorship Moscow. where they you know, go to you know, go to Russia. Go to Russia. <laughs> sure, they're such idiots. But Trump won't be there, but eight other candidates will be there tomorrow night, which I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. You know what else we didn't play? We can't play, I guess. Is the greeting Biden got in Maui? Which is just hilarious. Yeah. If you haven't seen no, it, there's a couple couple choice words on if, there. If you haven't seen it, it's funny as hell. Uh, they, they just videotaped them, flipping them the bird and saying, F you. And nobody respects the president. Nobody. Just, I mean, unless he goes to, you know, has any respect for him. But. Uh, the good news is eight, eight. I was afraid there'd be 10 or 12 candidates, only eight. That, that's good. That's a lot, but it could have been worse. 
unfortunately, uh, Larry Elder didn't make it in. I would have liked to have seen him. That's, I like un- him. that's unbelievable. How's he, Perry, how's he- Perry Johnson, who thought he was going to get in. It uh, well, the way you call it says uh, Perry Johnson. So this is from unusual scheme. His campaign employed to rack up the minimum forty thousand dollar donors. Uh, he, it sold T-shirts that said "I stand with Tucker" <laughs> when Tucker was fired, and it offered tickets to a concert by Big and Rich to anyone who. Yeah. So Perry Johnson is out. Larry Elder is out. Some other guys I never heard of are out. Eight people are in. I think DeSantis will be in the middle. Trump would be in the middle. He's not going to be there, but here's what's going to happen. Here's my preview. We'll do it again tomorrow. Uh, but uh, they're all going to attack Trump, of course. That's why Christie's there. That's what Pence has to do. DeSantis will do it. But they're also going to attack DeSantis because he's, you know, the highest rated guy uh, in the bunch. Vivek will go after DeSantis. That will be the highlight. Vivek is real smart, real articulate. He's riding high. He's going to go at DeSantis. I don't think DeSantis is at, as good at this as he is. So uh, here's your headlines on uh, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. It's going to be Vivek wins debate. Uh, DeSantis, um, uh, I don't know, struggles. DeSantis on the defensive. That will be the headline. I'm still going to watch. Trump's going to be on with, he's already recorded, I think, an interview with Tucker, or maybe they're doing it today. And that's going to drop right about the same time as the debate. But as I've said before, We've heard Trump in interviews a thousand times. That was not, That's nothing new. He's not going to say anything new. I know all the Trumpkins on, on social media are saying they're going to watch Trump and Tucker and not going to watch the debate. Why would you do that? The debate is something new and different. You get to hear from eight guys. Trump with Tucker, and Tucker's a great interviewer, but you just got to hear the same thing you've heard over and over and over again. Uh, again, I'll watch them both. I'll stay up late. But I'm not skipping the debate just because Trump didn't show up or doesn't show up. So I will uh, I will uh, have a full report on both those things on Thursday. I was going to ask you, I know you're a big tennis player, Matate. When you play tennis, do you play shirtless? I'm usually um, not only shirtless, but pantsless as well. Uh, you, yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah. I, I knew that was your style. But Vivek wants to show how virile he is and how fit he is, and he is, and he looks like a great tennis player. Just put the shirt on, Vivek. Put the shirt on. I mean, honest to God, put a nice tennis shirt on. That's what you're supposed to do. I mean, don't most tennis clubs, and I'm sure he belongs to like some high-end tennis club, they require white shirts and white pants and tennis sneakers. They got rules. You can't just go out yeah. there and play shirtless. Again, he looks good. He's young. He, he's a stark contrast to many of these guys. I mean, I would like to see yeah. Chris Christie playing shirtless tennis. That would be That would be something. Uh, the, so I guess uh, might, he's one of the, the few of who could, he could pull it off. He's like Robert Kennedy Jr. If you got it, you want to flaunt it. But uh, I would he, say he that- mentioned in the past that a, lo- a lot of people um, kind of getting notoriety from when clips go viral. So he's he's right. hinted towards trying to make viral clips for attention. Yes, this is and all it's that working. Is. It's working. He has gone up and yeah, we're talking about it. And if you're looking for an alternative, he's riding high. He's hot. And DeSantis is not. But like I've said for months, I'm waiting for the debates. I want to hear how DeSantis does. DeSantis's numbers in Iowa are not bad. He's not, you know, he's trailing by whatever it is, 20. But strange things happen in Iowa. So I think DeSantis is, is banking on an upset in Iowa, or at least a strong showing. And well, then Jerry, let's, Trump- let's treat this. Let's treat this like a Thursday show. We're uh, previewing football games. Give me the winner of tonight's debate and give me the big loser. 
It's tomorrow night's debate, but I, the winner is going to be the winner will be Vivek. Although the media I right agree. now loves Christie, the mainstream media, because he hates Trump, and they're going to yeah. give him points. He's going to be loud. He's going to be obnoxious, and he's going to attack Trump. So I will say the media will declare Vivek the winner. Christie had a strong showing, and, and the loser is going to be DeSantis. He was on. I think DeSantis will do well because he knows the material. He's a good, you know, policy guy. So that'll be good. But they, he doesn't have the flair that Vivek no. does. And Vivek knows, as you said, how to make a clip go global, go viral. So there'll be a couple of those, and the media will love him because he's going to just, you know, here's the problem DeSantis has: the media wants to, they want to destroy Trump, obviously, but they also want to destroy him because he's the future. Yeah. And they will give Vivek credit for destroying Trump, and then they'll give Christie um, for destroying DeSantis. They'll give Christie credit for destroying um, Trump, even though Trump's not there. Trump will say some things to Tucker about Christie. You'll call him a fat slob and all that. But uh, <laughs> there'll be some takeaways from both the debate yeah. and the Tucker interview. But uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm watching. I'm worried about. I'm, I'm worried about Vivek like trying to make just showing up like a bow tie or something just to stand out. Just yeah, go normal, dress yeah. normal. Don't don't be. X over the top, please. He's a smart guy, and he's loving this. As I said before, the, the real appeal these days for Vivek is he's enjoying the process, kind of like RFK Jr. They're both enjoying the process. Neither will be president, probably, in 2024, but yeah. both of them are going to uh, to go out there every day, just full energy, tireless, and uh, they're going to win a lot of people over. Speaking of winning people over, let's get to – let me do Shea, and then we'll get to the latest from uh, – American hero, Oliver Anthony. As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey insulation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com. And while you're there, you can look for a job. Shea Concrete is hiring. Right now, there are between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. Well, this is pretty wild. Uh, you know, we know Oliver Anthony had the number one song on iTunes. Uh, Rich Men, North and Rich Men. We know it's gone uh, viral. We know he's handled his newfound fame beautifully. I mean, when he says, I don't want, you know, a private jet and a you know bunch of tractor trails. I just want to sing my song. So far, he has... Turned the money down, according to him, and I believe it. He turned down eight million bucks. He just wants to sing his songs and connect with working people. He did a, an interview uh, with Griff Jenkins on Fox, and he said as much. And he played a concert, another free concert, uh, in front of I don't know what it was, a few hundred people. I I don't know. I'm going to be shocked if Oliver Anthony sells out. If there's some big, you know, 17 piece band behind him next time he plays, but this is amazing. 
this is from the uh, a website called Taste of Country. It said uh, Oliver Anthony went from amateur singer songwriter to having the number one song in America in less than two weeks. But rich rich men north of Richmond topped the Billboard 100 this week and made history. He becomes the first artist to debut at number one after having not appeared on the chart ever before in any capacity. It's never been done. So this guy who just has a guitar and a voice and, you know, writes a good song and he has, he's the first one ever to debut at number one. Um, Richmond North of Richmond had 147 downloads last week. It tallied 17.5 streams across all platforms. Uh, radio, it says, has been slow to uh, embrace the song. Last week's uh, 50, 553 airplay impressions uh, would not have been enough to get him on the uh, Billboard chart the week before, but uh, he broke all the records this week. Anthony's reign atop Hot 100 means Morgan Wallen won't inch closer to a chart record. He's been uh, um, number one for 16 weeks. Morgan Wallen. And by the way, number I, I, it's top five is uh, Jason Aldean. Um, not a, uh, try that in a small town. These are rebels, man. Morgan Wallen, they tried to cancel him. God knows they went after uh, Jason Aldean for that song. You know, that racist, violent, racist, right wing screed. And now Oliver Anthony, there's something happening here. You got Oliver Anthony, number one. You had Sound of Freedom, number one at the box office for a week, making probably it probably passed $200 million. It's a great movie, but people are, uh, are rising up, which is wonderful. And, uh, it talks about Morgan Wallen making a, uh, doing a concert for free. And Jamie Johnson showed up to appear with him. People are, people like this guy, you know, he's just genuine. He's likable. They don't, they want to typecast him. They want to like pigeonhole him and this angry right wing white guy. And he's just not having any of it. The song has everything, you know, it has this populist theme where he's talking about taxes too high and regular working men getting kicked to the ground. It also mocks the five foot three inch, 300 pound guy eating his fudge rounds on welfare. So they, obviously the media doesn't like that. They, they like people that they like 300 pound people on welfare, but they can't nail him down. He did an interview and he talked about celebrating diversity and <laughs> I'm going, Whoa, celebrating diversity. He's uh, he's going to be hard to uh to discredit at this point he's made all the right moves he said all the right things and he has become this this popular populist figure and uh, the media is going to do their best i think they've already gone through his social media right they've already tried to find yeah skeletons in his closet and he just he embraces it says i'm an idiot he says i'm not he says he was an alcoholic flawed man yep and an addict, and he talks about what a flawed man he is, and he literally says, "I don't want your money." That they don't know what to do with a guy like that. But it is great for America. I look forward to uh, more performances by him, and I still love the song. But anyway, we will uh, leave it there uh, today. Montante has his work cut out for him. You, uh, yes, yes, certainly do. Oh, don't say that. You, you, you're, well, no, we'll, we'll get the job done here. This is not a Mickey Mouse operation. The work will get done, but, I, you know, you threw an extra level in there today. Excellent. Excellent. I know you can get it done, but uh, this is an important show. You know, we need to uh, we need to call out the, the, the pathetic. 
commander in chief. It really is an embarrassing day for the United States of America, an embarrassing day for the free world that that fool is representing all of us. And uh, I can't imagine being someone in Maui, what they're going no. through. And that's what you get. That's what Very, you get. Yeah. They, gave him a, they gave him an appropriate greeting when he got there. They, they gave him, they had signs and they were yelling at him and they were flipping him the finger. They showed uh, what average Americans really think of him. And I thought it was a wonderful thing, but uh, we will see. Maybe tomorrow we'll have the actual death toll. And tomorrow maybe we'll have uh, a uh, more news out of uh, the Trump camp as they uh, hide from the first debate. And you know who you'll have tomorrow. Really, really disappointing. Yes, we'll have Tom Shattuck here to talk about it. I believe that'll be good. He's good. We love Shattuck. But uh, that'll do it for today. Thanks for listening and uh, commenting. And thank you, Montante. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show. And we'll do it again tomorrow. Am I the only one here tonight? Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Who thinks like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.